you're joining us online, a dude just said thank you. Um, okay, so, hey, I want to I read this to you, and I've entitled it The Heart of the Mother, and um, I hope it blesses you, and so here it is. The heart of a mother, pain endured, labor in the back, hours of pushing, new life emerging, watching and wondering with heart filled with promise of what the future may hold, wrestling with emotion, lack of sleep, and asking questions like, what is my new role? The life that is before me requires me to put the life of the other in front of my own, watching and wondering as tiny footsteps are seen and heard for the first time, where has my baby gone? Running, jumping, swinging, riding, a tear falls down her cheek as memories flood her mind, bending over to clean, scraped knees and bringing an encouragement to try again. Watching and wondering as the steps have become louder and larger off to school. You'll be fine. You will do the best. I know you will. Pulls the car over immediately after the drop-off as tears stream down. Where has my toddler gone? Elementary, middle, high school, sports, friendships, drama, relationships, broken hearts, tears, butting heads, not seeing eye to eye, laughing, crying, hugs, doors closed, doors open, roller coaster. Questions and statements like, how would you know You don't know what it's like. Why do I even bother? Pain, labor, new life emerging. Tears rolling down. Where did my kiddo go? Graduation and off to school or a career or a new stage of life. Questions asked like, how do I? Could you please, how do you know all of this? Through the pain, the labor, the new life emerging, there was Christ to bear the burdens of it all. Writing a story and continuing to write a story that will become a legacy because of the heart of a mom. Amen. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You are here among us. And so we just take just a second to recognize that, God. So on Mother's Day, I just want to give this message to mothers. And if you're not a mother in the room, I thought about this. Wow, I feel like I'm not a mom. Therefore, what is this message for? What can I do with a message if I'm not a mom about mothers? And I thought if we could learn a little bit about moms today, that we could come alongside them, that we could support them, and that we could honor them. And so if you're not a mom today, what I would encourage you to do is glean something from this message. I hope you glean something from the message. 
But I'm excited about today. As I was praying about today, I really believe that God is doing some things in people's hearts and lives. And I'm just thrilled, honestly, today to honor mothers on this day that we call Mother's Day. And so my desire is I hope that worship was an encouragement to you this morning. Uh, I hope that the word will be an encouragement. I hope that you can gain some encouragement through uh, ministry time and people praying for you. And I hope really what my hope is this, is that, um, that God comes and shows up. And I want to start with this little story that happened. I received a text message from a friend earlier this week, and he said this. He said, I really feel like God is do, starting to do some stuff. And I, that's good. That's good. But here's what my immediate thought was. I really think God is already doing stuff. I didn't really want to reply that back because I'd feel like a smart butt, right? Right? So I, I didn't feel like that was the word for him at the time. But I, I, as I thought and contemplated it more, isn't it funny how when we draw nearer to God and we're obedient to him that we feel like he's doing stuff? All right? And even in that, sometimes we can find some things where it might be dry, but God is always doing stuff. And I thought in my own response to him, which I didn't respond, but my own thought was this. Yeah, I, think, I do believe that God is doing stuff because now we are not running away from him in rebellion, but we are coming together like brothers and sisters of Christ, like he's called us to do as the pastors and, uh, of, of area vineyards in the central Florida area. And yes, God is doing something. He's going to do something in this room. He's doing it in some of your hearts even now. And when you leave today, it doesn't end with these four walls and those two doors. You go out into a mission field where God is doing something. And so today, I'd love to tell you a little story about two mothers in the Bible. And you can find the whole story in Luke chapter 1. Um, but we're, we're going to read some of it, but not, I'm just going to give you a synopsis right now. So there's a mother called Elizabeth, and there's a mother called Mary. And so Elizabeth is the mother of John, and Zachariah is his dad, and then Joseph is the dad uh, to this baby called Jesus. There's these two moms, though, that unexpectedly become pregnant. One is through natural way. One is miraculous. And out of these two mother's wombs come people who are really going to change the trajectory of history. And so I, want, I have four takeaways today. And the first one is this, that a mother's heart is a gift. Luke 1, 46 through 56 says this. Mary finds out about, it doesn't say this yet. Mary finds out about this news, though. She's going to be pregnant. Luke, you know, the angel shows up. Don't be afraid. Can you imagine? I just wanted you for a second, like an angel shows up. I don't know what that angel looks like. What are you guys picturing? Okay. Right? But, I mean, the angel shows up. I don't know exactly what the angel looked like. Here's what it says. Don't be afraid. And then Mary responds with this. 
Oh, my soul praises the Lord. How the Spirit rejoices, or how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. And this is the response after the angel tells her what is going to happen. This is the response of a mother that has a grateful heart. And the grace of being a mother is seen in this reaction. Both Mary and Elizabeth, their reactions to being pregnant and becoming mothers is they are excited. Are they nervous? I would guess. When Jen and I were planning to have children and she became pregnant, we were nervous because in that moment we realized we don't know what we're doing. And it wasn't really in that moment, but it was about nine and a half months later Nine and a half months and two days, and they say this, you're free to go. What? <laughs> go where? Home? You're putting the child in? Oh, my gosh. You know, all right, what do we do? But it was, their, it was the grace that their ability to carry children it was the grace of the calling of Mary. It was the grace of the calling of Elizabeth. It's the grace of the calling to be a mother that we see that in, in, this, in this poem, in this song, in this uh, verse that Mary says, she glorifies the Lord with all her soul. So the heart of a mother is a gift. And if you've experienced the heart of a mother, a mother that cares for you, and I want to say this, I'm not ignorant to the fact that, that in the room, maybe you all have experienced mothers that have been difficult. Okay, here's what I want to say about Mother's Day is this. I know, and it's like Christmas, and it's like every holiday, some of us are rejoicing, and some of us are filled with pain and sorrow. And I want to recognize that, and we're going to recognize that later in Lament, is this, but, but the heart of a mom, and if you're thinking, well, we'll talk about that in a second, but here's what I want to say is that the heart of a mom is, is a heart that is for you. So whether your experience has been positive or negative, here's what I would love to say, that, that we have a choice from this day forward. We can make a choice. Takeaway number two, a mother's heart is full of hidden treasure. Mary says this in Luke 2, 19, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought of them often. 
And I want to reflect on a, on, a, on a psalm here. Maybe you've heard of this psalm, Psalm 139. But I just want to reflect on two verses. How precious are your thoughts about me? This is the psalmist talking to God, praying to God, possibly singing to God this verse. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. In this little psalm here, 139, it also tells about how much God thinks about you and how intricate the details of you who were put together that are sitting in this room are. And I want to encourage you this morning, moms, that that his thoughts about you are still not numbered. His thoughts about you, you can't even count them. I mean, I want us to think about that. The grains of the sand. Grains of sand. Like if we went out front, let's go out back here. Everybody, we're just gonna come out here. We're gonna start counting the grains of sand in this little pile here. It is eventually gonna be a playground. How long are we gonna be here, Jimmy? How long? A long time, yes. A very long time. But those are his thoughts about us. And so the hidden treasure that is found in a mother's heart are things that no one else will quite understand. And this morning, I want to encourage you moms with this. The hidden treasure that you hold in your heart for your children, they are deposits from God. And where would we say, and how do we know this? Well, God is the giver of good gifts. From him, life flows. So where did those deposits come from? How is it my ability to love another? How many of you who have had children understand, like, what it means, like, I would do anything for them? How many of you got crazy in a grocery store one time? (laughs) At a baseball field. Calm down. If you did that, repent. But it's good, okay? Like, you were wrong for yelling at the other coach, but... You're standing up for your kid, all right? And so this hidden treasure that you have is deposited by God. And and it comes from a place where there's more. Think about this. How much do you love your kids? How much more does God love your kids? Those hidden treasures are from a place of surplus. And I believe this, that, that we can ask, moms, you can ask for that hidden treasure. Can you give me more love for my children? That has to flow out of a relationship with God. Out of the surplus of the kingdom of God comes your love for your children. And I want to encourage you with this this morning. You are not a stranger to the heart of God. Takeaway number three. A mother's heart is a battleground. A mother's heart is a battleground. Uh, In John, the Gospel of John 19, 25 says this, uh, standing near the cross were Jesus' mother, his mother's sister, Mary, and Mary Magdalene, 
And when Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, dear woman, here is your son. And he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her to his home. Now, if we were going to stand up here, if I was going to stand up here and pretend that motherhood didn't come with challenges, my expectation would be that you would throw eggs at me, all right? Motherhood comes with challenge. How do I know that? Because I had a mother, and I was her son. I know that motherhood comes with challenges. One of those challenges was named Andy. And so here's what I also know, that motherhood Challenges sometimes are unexpected. Let's reflect for a moment a mother who, someone with a mother's heart who cannot have children. A mother who miscarried. Friends and and family, that's happened too. Friends that have lost a child. And then, Friends that have lost children through disconnection and broken relationship. And it's here we find that the mother's heart is a battleground. Because there's no way around this reality in life. There are, there are laments. There are times of lamentation. There are times when we come to God and we can say, and it's not whining, it's saying, God, what is going on right now? My heart is broken for my child. And those losses are brutal. And that's just the reality of it. And the battle goes on in the heart of the mother, and the battle is real. And oftentimes, moms, I want to encourage you this morning, please hear me this morning and hear this, and I believe it's the heart of God is this, that the mom guilt that you carry, I didn't do, if I should have, I could, what if I? That mom guilt, it's a lie. Now, are there things that you could recognize that I could improve in this area? Yes. I think everybody in the room could do that. But that mom guilt is this. It's, I believe that it's the whisper of the enemy in your voice to defeat the things that God has called you to do. I want to encourage you mothers. You're not perfect, but wow, if you're trying, we see it. We see it, and more importantly, your kids see it. How many times have you blamed yourself for something? And I want to encourage you this morning to put the burden at the feet of Jesus. And if you've ever come to this thought of, I can't do this, I can't do this. I'm not equipped for this. This is not possible. I won't have you raise your hands, moms. But you've had that thought, I can't, how? Here's what I would love to say, and it's kind of a counterintuitive thought, but I believe that it's real, is this, that I would challenge you to lean into that reality. You're nailing something on the head when you come to that point and say, I can't do this. 
And what we're really saying is, I, by myself, can't do this. And the reality of that is, I, wanna, I just want to challenge you with this thought this morning. That's a great place to be because here's what, the, but the turn has to go like this. I can't do this. That fork in the road can lead a couple ways. It can lead into depression and thoughts of, man, I'm just, I'm done. I'm disconnecting. Or it can also lead into, hey, I want to follow you, Jesus, in the things that you're doing. I can't do this, but I know through you that I can do this. I'm, it's not in my own strength, but it's in the power of Jesus Christ resurrected that I can do this. Are you going to have every day? That's a great day. No. But the reality is this. The battleground is in the heart of a mother. You are not defeated. You are not defeated. Even when you feel defeated, you are not defeated. And can I just encourage you with something else this morning? Don't walk alone through the battleground. There's a small thing called community. There's a thing called church. Why do we go to church? Why, you ever had that question asked? Why do we go to church? Why, do, why are we doing this? That question often stems from 13 to 18 what are we doing? This is, uh, here's what I want to say and then what I've realized more. Okay, can I be honest with you? Like there's some Sundays where I'm like, the alarm goes off and I'm like, I wonder if my dad would speak today. <laughs> like, but I don't even want to sit there. I just want to not go. But some, it's not an option. So, but it'd be weird. It would be a weird option. Let me say that. Josh finishes, and then, all right, see you guys. Um, and so we can't do it in our own strength, but here's what I would encourage. Not that you have to be, you don't, in a, even in a group this size, you can't know everybody, but you can know somebody. Not everybody can know you, but you can be known by somebody. You can walk through life together. We can forge friendships here. Friendships that are centered in Christ, and I believe this, those friendships that are centered in Christ because out of Christ comes life and true life and life more abundantly is those friendships can then have an influence on your life. They can bring encouragement. They can bring somebody who's gonna pray for you consistently, who's gonna lift you up, and I wanna encourage you, listen, I know, Sunday morning's weird, right? I feel like sometimes Sunday morning we should have the chairs like facing each other. You're like, yeah, I recognize the back of that dude's head. You know, or like, oh yeah, that's, that's what's her name. She looks like this. <laughs> but like, let's, uh, let's talk to one another. Because man, as the battleground is in the heart, ladies, I encourage you to know other people. And here's what I think another trick of our minds is this. Oh, it's, it's just me going through this. No one else would understand what I'm going through. I just want to encourage you that that is not the truth. Takeaway number four, a mother's heart can be full of joy. A mother's heart can be full of joy. I know this, that... Um, this is a prayer out of Psalms. 
And in Psalm 6, it's a, it's a lament. And so go with me on this. And, and so this is kind of sorrowful. And you might say a mother's heart can be full of joy. And then you read that. Psalm 6, 1 through 10 says, Oh, Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Have compassion on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. I am sick at heart. How long, O Lord, until you restore me? Return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. For the dead do not remember you. What can praise you from the grave? I am worn out from sobbing all night. I flood my bed with weeping, drenching in, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil. The Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. May all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. What does that have to do with a mother's heart being full of joy? Moms, again, don't raise your hand. How many of you have felt like that? I am worn out from sobbing. All night, I'm in my bed, and I'm weeping. Here's what I love about the landscape of the Psalms, if you've ever read them and prayed them. The landscape of the Psalms is keeping it real. See, because here's what he says in Psalm 37, one through six, don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong for, that, for like grass, they soon fade away. Like spring flowers, they soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine in the noonday sun. A mother's heart can be full of joy even in the midst of sorrow because joy isn't simply happiness. It's knowing that God is with you in every situation. Easier said than done. I agree with you 100% if you're thinking that. But I want to assure you in this that the joy of the Lord is, in fact, our strength. The joy of the Lord, moms, in the room today is your strength because the joy of the Lord is this, that God is present and he is in control and he has you in the palm of his hand. Your heart can be full of joy. And the joy that is found in motherhood let me encourage you with the first psalm there. Sometimes the joy that is found in motherhood is mined for. <laughs> There's work. We're mining. It doesn't just go. And then sometimes the joy is just sitting there in front of you. Right? What do you mean by that? Well, how many of you guys have... Don't raise your hand again. It's embarrassing for your kids. How many of you guys have had kids that have caused trouble? I said, don't raise your hand. What are you guys doing? You're like, no, I'm, no, we're just going to open up today. Okay. Um, yes. 
And you're thinking, okay, like in this moment, I need to mine for some joy because right now all I'm feeling is... <laughs> but there's other moments where they, your kids might unexpectedly do something like, I don't know, pick up their room or say something nice. Not that my kids, I'm making my kids sound like they're not like that at all, but, but kids can be. But they say something nice or they say the right thing or they don't say something. And that joy is right in front of you. But what I want to encourage you with tonight, or tonight, because it's night outside, um, <laughs> is that your heart, moms, is a gift that is full of hidden treasure, that is a battleground in which God can win the battle and has won the battle, and your heart can be full of joy. And so I want to say a blessing over each mom here today. If you'd stand, if you're a mom, you do that for me.